I'm, I'm back, guys. Sorry, we had some baby uh, communication things. So I'm now watching baby also. Oh. He's, oh. He's, he's asleep. He's in a little monitor. Um, oh, okay. Baby communication yeah, yeah. things makes it sound like he brought you into his office. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. I was let go. Decided <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to go a different there direction. There was a restructuring. <laughs> yeah. Dada, thank you for coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya Davis as our emergency fill-in guest. What is your major compliment for the 2003 movie Daredevil? Uh, um, I guess you know it's refreshing in our in our modern times to see a society so dependent on print journalism. <laughs> yes. Specifically, the New York Post, right? Yeah, the New York Post plays a pivotal role in this movie. If there's news and the New York Post reports it. You're sunk. It's people, all. It's yeah, all. People happening. die. Your careers end. Yeah, everything relies on the this, New York Post. This really feels like such like a, a pre yeah like a pre like uh, iPhone era because like there's one of the key plot points where it's like oh man Daredevil totally killed that guy but like three people would have been there uh, vining that shit in real life yeah right like, yeah I mean those I would have been vine makes you sound sure. old you'd be periscoping <laughs> yeah. it yeah yeah. Yeah, but instead you got to wait for it to hit the papers, and that one guy is the only guy who's going to report it. Yeah, beat reporter wait, did we on actually key see events. Him report like, or was it all just threats of reporting? Did we actually see a story come out, or was he just? Yeah, like, maybe he was it, never a reporter. The paper was always like on people's is... desks. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is my new favorite thing that you're obsessed with. Is maybe that's not true. <laughs> like, yeah. I love it so maybe much. not a real reporter, not the real FBI. Changes so, every well, movie. Here's actually what I was thinking about that, because the, the reporter guy was uh, Cypher from The Matrix, so I just thought this mm-hmm. was a prequel to The Matrix when he was actually in The Matrix still. And this sure. is his job. Wait, so he, sure. took, he took a perfect world. He was allowed, able to create anything he wanted in The Matrix because he had made a deal to sell out his friends, and he chose to be a print reporter for The New York Post? <laughs> no, no, this is, before, this is before he made the deal. This is what we want to get back to. You're telling me in your perfect world, you're a beat reporter for the New York Post. Covering the uh, urban legends beat. (laughs) With the worst keyboard we've ever seen. (laughs) Terrible keyboard. I'm going to go second, I think. And my compliment is I like like strong moves. I like alpha moves, especially at a party. I like letting everyone at the party know that you mean business. And uh, so I enjoyed the Daredevil uh, disguised as a normal lawyer. Uh, blind lawyer walks into the party, goes up a staircase, and then just starts smelling the daughter of the guy throwing the party. <laughs> <laughs> that is an alpha move. You, everyone yeah, at that yeah, party, if knows you're who a you dog. Are. Yeah. <laughs> Had he been a sighted person, he would have been thrown out immediately. I since mean, he was clearly blind. People are like, oh, that's just oh, how he experiences the world. Oh wait! <laughs> also, doesn't everyone want to smell the electric nachos? That was her name. Right? <laughs> electric yes. nachos. Electric yeah. nachos. I actually, now that you say it that way, Chris, it makes it sound like maybe a lot of this movie was people like being nice to him. Yeah. Maybe he's not even a superhero. Maybe like he never fought any of these guys. They were just like, all right, yeah, you win. Yeah, this is his make a wish. Where he just dresses up in leather and everybody lets him believe he's a superhero. This is a nearly 40 year old man's make a wish. (laughs) I don't know, you get to do that, but no one made fun of his costume. So maybe. Oh, God, I did. That's the giveaway. (laughs) He couldn't hear me. <laughs> All right, uh, Ez, why don't you go next? What's your major compliment? Um, my compliment is that there's one character who's actually having fun in this movie, and it's Colin Farrell, and he really seems to enjoy himself. Colin Farrell is basically just going, ah, 
throughout yeah. this entire He gets movie. to touch his forehead a bunch of times and say bullseye, and I wish that yeah. every single person was doing this and just said their own character name. You know? Just, one, he, as, one I point, think you'd love Pokemon. <laughs> you have, you, have you heard about it? I do love Pokemon. <laughs> Colin Farrell plays the meanest Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Where Actually, just... is there is there a Pokemon called Bullseye? I I'm almost like half positive there is. Aren't they Japanese words? Uh, yeah, but Charizard. there's also like Snorlax and like Cutie Pie. Cutie Pie. Well, no, so so Colin Farrell he plays a bad guy who kills people by throwing stuff at their throats really accurately, and his name yeah. is well also Slash Darts Hustler. Yeah, um, <laughs> Slash Paperclip Mouth. His <laughs> superpower is he throws stuff at other stuff real good. Yeah, like in, like he'll unfold a paperclip and then he can hit you at 60 yards right in the neck, uh, which is yeah. very impressive. But he kills somebody by throwing something at it, and then he says bullseye, and then points to the bullseye tattoo on his forehead. Like, do you get it yet? Do you, have, do you understand get the it. reference? The I, saddest thing is he seemed like he was going to be the most interesting character until he took off his beanie. <laughs> I, I like the on you, message. Were you confusing character with beanie having? Is I that... just he looks like I don't know. I was like, oh, he's kind of a whack job, but like in like an interesting way. And then he took off his hat, and I was like, oh, you're so literal. <laughs> Get out of here. Text bullseye. Oh yeah, he's... where's the depth? His his even his subtext is on the nose. He's a he's bullseye with everything. Whoa. Yeah. My yeah. my issue actually though, because I thought he was very on message for most of it, but like at one point he caught stuff well, which is not part of bullseyes. Yeah, he caught it way oh, better no, than you that should. Is like if you're a target. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you get both powers <laughs> of it, man. I don't. You get all the powers of a cork board, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> cork, 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 cork. You can catch stuff. Things? You can catch stuff crazy good. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a tattoo on his forehead of a cork board, <laughs> and when he catches it, he just points at it and he's like, "Catch cork stuff board. good." <laughs> I did it. I did board. it. <laughs> All right, All right uh, Chris. What's your major compliment? Oh, mine's real quick. Um, so there's some boxing in this movie, and mm-hmm. in a departure from the rest of this movie, they filmed it really tight, and it looked good. Um, this is with his dad, who is an yeah. old guy boxer. Yeah, and they actually He's made the it look league. sort of exciting in a way that none of the rest of this movie looked exciting. What is it about? Because the movie just felt cheap most of the time. Yeah. Oh, so flimsy. I think it's because in 2003 we expected a lot less of our superhero movies. Yeah, I, I really, this I was a, this was a era really before we, like, Marvel figured out their shit. Yeah, that's. Fair. I definitely got like weird reverse superhero fatigue during this movie, and just started like thinking of all the like reasonable ways he could have been solving problems. Yeah, <laughs> like how his whole superhero thing was beating up people who uh, were in- found innocent in court when he was the lawyer. And yes. <laughs> how if he was just a better lawyer, he wouldn't have to be a superhero. Hey, we're getting into the summary. <laughs> hey now, <laughs> that sounds like summary talk. Also, maybe, wouldn't that be related to how uh, the prosecution would normally be the state and not just an other lawyer? <laughs> I don't know, you, man. my friend, are... Huh. You are sharp well, she... as a tack that Bullseye has thrown at a cork board. Bullseye! You should go talk to the New York Post! <laughs> you see, you think you could sneak something by me, but... You thought you could sneak it by me, but I caught it. Cork board. Yeah, <laughs> cork board. <laughs> Tap your forehead. Yeah, Alex is touching his forehead, guys. I just thought you should know this. 
Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and TV and stuff. Each week, review a topic selected by one of our sponsors or by one of ourselves in a fun zone, which is what we did today. It's called, uh, and then we start and end every show with a compliment. It's called The Compliment Sandwich. I'm Alex Falcone, your host at Alex Falcone on Twitter. Joining me, as always, he's at C. Walter Smith in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris. Hi, da 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 da. Hello, Alex. I am a priest who does very, very little in this movie. Well, but you keep the, his secret. You're the first one to know who Daredevil. Although, as opposed to other superhero movies, he seems kind of lax with that detail. Yeah, like by the end, I think unmasked. everyone knows who it is. Yeah, maybe that's something that priest because he's because of his his make a wish. Is they're like, look, we all know you're Daredevil. We're just gonna pretend it's a secret. Yeah, because devil's in the name. Catholic imagery everywhere, and there's a big ass church. They're in Hell's yeah. Kitchen. They're, yeah, they're in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, oh, just. Layers. Bullseye. I wish there was, Bullseye. I wish there was the more nose. kitchen imagery. I'm kind of disappointed now. <laughs> also, I feel like in 2003, Hell's Kitchen was already like not a terrible place. No, like, I don't think anyone was like, oh no, Hell's Kitchen. Like, it's not like this is like 1985 New York. Yeah. Hasn't the uh, TV show Hell's Kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't that been on since 2003? No. It's, oh, it's I on like season Yeah. It's been around for a long time. Not quite, but you're right. Hell's Kitchen is more like this. Is more the there are plenty of Sabaro than uh, like plenty of 2005. Money. That's a lot of a lot of cheap slices. This yeah. is two mm. years before this became a corny TV show. So yeah, it's just it's not. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Also joining us today in Northern California on baby duty today, it's Mr. Ezra Fox. Alex, send all the guards home. I'm gonna do this mano a mano. I'm from the but Bronx. Why, boss? Because uh, I'm from the Bronx. You wouldn't understand. Um, is, is the Bronx a good neighborhood? There's no nope. TV show called The Bronx. <laughs> is that how we know if a neighborhood is good or not? Well, it's a I mean, food-based TV show. Well, because there's a King of Queens, so I imagine that's pretty good. Yeah, so. Queens must be nice. And there's Brooklyn yeah. Nine-Nine. Yeah. And yeah. then there's uh, Lost, which I can only assume is about Staten Island. But <laughs> <laughs> bum. New York jokes. Oh, <laughs> let's go to all the boroughs. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today, making that noise. Thank you for making another noise. Uh, she's at the Tanya Best on Tour. She's a very special guest today in our Brooklyn studios. It's a super host episode. It's Tanya Davis. I'm the reason everyone's dad is dead, and I'm a giant black guy. Oh, Check it out. Michael. Clark Duncan. Yeah. Rest in peace, that, yeah. friendo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the Sorry. reason all of your dads are dead. <laughs> he really is. They, pa- they call me Papa Killer. Papa <laughs> side. What? He is brutal, uh, but also yeah. kind of awesome. I mean, yeah. he's it, to his credit, he's also the reason that the like New York uh, flower industry has been propped up for the last decade. Yeah, yeah. Every time he murders somebody, he throws a rose on them. So, and he always has a lot of them around. So, does he know he's going to be murdering? Oh, another order of bloody roses. Better to have them and not need them, Alex. Yeah. Yeah, So you assume that he doesn't go buy one when he's got a murder. He's just always got them around in case he murders somebody. I I hope he buys them in dozens or more because, like, single roses are still kind of pricey, even if you have fisk money. Yeah, that's. I true. love that like things like CSI don't exist in the same world as superheroes ever because that's the sort of thing that you would end up tracing. Right. Like, huh? There are all these roses at the scene of every crime. Turns out roses are like a fingerprint, <laughs> <laughs> and a kiss from a rose on the grave is. What? <laughs> all right, this is episode number two hundred and ninety-seven. You guys, we've now done as many episodes as the number of parts in the still MS-362-CMQ chainsaw. 297, son! What? 
<laughs> so if you if you were to take apart a still chainsaw, specifically the mm. MS three six two CMQ oh. chainsaw, uh, you would find two hundred ninety seven parts, which Popular Mechanics wait, did. Wait, wait, in wait, just wait. Does that count the chain hours? as one part, or yeah, or is it? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a fair question. I could not tell you. Um, but Popular Mechanics said it was two hundred ninety seven parts, and they disassembled it in what turned to be a, a pretty lame attempt at a viral video. I think. Oh, okay. Huh. Hmm. But if you huh. want to watch and be wait, wait, hold on a second. Did they have to reassemble it before the zombies attacked? Because that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. They have to do it blindfolded while a, a trainer is a military trainer is yelling at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the Marines. Yeah, you got to be able to disassemble and reassemble your chainsaw into its individual pieces. <laughs> uh. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> they, they really they do this series on Fiber Mechanics where it's just like, we took this apart in fat and sped up tape for no good reason, and then there were no consequences. That's their yeah. series. Well, they're <laughs> expecting every dad ever to just watch and go like, so that's how they'd make it. Okay. okay. Here's the thing, though. That's kind of how I feel about um, Ace of Cakes for a while. Because like, it's like, they, there are no consequences, really. It's like, I thought there was going to be some danger here, but everything just first up, turns out fine. That's yeah, why you got to be watching some Cake Boss, son. It's a way better show. Somebody has to get like scared about fondant for a couple of hours. Like, ah, it's not working. And then in the end, you're like, it did look like a rocket ship. I guess they were happy. <laughs> Those porn stars got their cake after all. They drop stuff on Cake Boss. Sometimes they drop cakes down down a staircase, which is great. Um, and then sometimes they play <laughs> hilarious practical jokes like where they dump a lot it? of flour on somebody. Uh, sure. Um, they pretend they're in the mob, even though he's a baker. Yeah. Sure. Whereas in uh, on Ace of Cakes they pretend they're an art school, even though yeah. he's a baker. Yeah, even though they're bakers. <laughs> I I don't know, I man. Don't know. I, I, I I'm not sold on either one. If you can do it before zombies attack, maybe. Also, <laughs> you have to disassemble this cake into its constituent parts. You have to throw it down some stairs before the zombies get there. Is the cake trying to get like a um, I don't know, like an insurance payout or something like that when it goes down the stairs? Is that the point of it? Yeah, the cake is going to wear a neck brace while like watching cable in its apartment. That's a nice icing job there. Shame if anything were to happen to uh, it. Speaking of things, back to the chainsaw joke, speaking of things that are more dangerous together than the sum of their parts, this mm. week we're talking about Daredevil. Are you no, talking no, about no. us? Are we the dangerous ones? Yeah, I feel like we're pretty dangerous, guys. Yeah. Dangerous, dangerous minds. Coolio! Yeah, a, I, I, I guess I meant that Coolio's movie in the like, movie, guys. I'm not just sad. There's a lot of pieces oh. <laughs> to this movie that seem like they could work, and then uh, together, it's like, oh, scary. So yeah, actually, I, I, want, I want to get it up in front of this because we watched the director's cut, which Coolio has an expanded role in, in uh, versus no role. I think. Yeah, Is okay, so not expanded in from the other one. Um, yeah, what? and and so the original one, guys. Um, there is like it's like. 90 minutes, and this is, like, over two hours. So, like, yeah. we saw really? a lot more cool Do it like this. Interesting. What? So they, now you're just so making me feel why? bad. Why? I, I like Coolio. I think it's weird. Coolio was fun, but I think it's weird that a, the director to, had a second chance to edit this movie, and Ben Affleck is still in it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is... Why are we watching this? Where did this come from? So this that's a great question. Yeah, yeah. What a great oh, segue. Yeah. So we're watching this because this is part. This is our one of our fun zones, and this is part of our our series called First Hates. Mm-hmm. So we're watching the first movies we ever walked out on, and this was the first movie Chris ever hated enough to walk out on. You walked out on this movie. I did, and um, we have to call it a fun zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like we should dead zone. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, Dead Zone is good at this better. Welcome to the Dead Zone. So, uh, this is a yeah, Dead Zone 2003, movie. I mostly enjoyed the soundtrack at the time because that's the popular music of its day. Yeah, it really uh, was. Yeah. yeah. More, Evanescence. More, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd never There's heard of Evanescence before. 100% more Evanescence than I ever want to hear. <laughs> oh, so only one song rather than the two? Like... <laughs> it's just too much Evanescence. No, she wants yep. none of it. She wants no Evan- yeah. Evanescence. I want 0%. And like Ben Affleck, I'm like, hey, I like comic books fine. This is probably harmless. No, mm. this poisoned his career for years to come. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, pretty really good recovery, bad. though, on the whole, Ben Affleck. He got uh, like a long-term uh, spouse out of it. Guys, this is Alex from the future. I know, they just broke up. I feel sort of responsible. But for the rest of this episode, we're going to keep talking like they hadn't broke up because it happened two days after we recorded. <sighs> like he got like a long-term spouse out of it, some kids, yeah. and yeah. like a solid directing career eventually. Yeah, no, a lot of a lot yeah. of decent stuff ended up happening to him and Jennifer Garner. And for, every, everybody yeah. forgot. And yeah. now he gets to ruin Batman. Yeah. Yeah, he's not an action hero. Uh, he's <laughs> more of a, like, sonambulant uh, haircut. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, that, that was haircut. a bad... Okay, I know that Oof. he's blind in the movie, but, like, you can still run your fingers <laughs> through your hair and just, like, just figure out if it's sticky up here or not. This movie finally <laughs> seeks to answer the question, how much zhuzhing is over zhuzhing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if you want to force us to watch the first movie you ever walked out on, go to readdishweep.com, sign up on the mailing list, and you will have an opportunity coming up here in a little bit. Chris, why don't you summarize in the style of a overjudged Ben Affleck? And if you could just like to make this a little easier, like try to conjure a time when he didn't suck. If you could just do Ben oh. Affleck but not sucking. Also, if you could heighten one of your like you know, four of your sentences and get rid of one of them entirely... Okay. Okay, which I'm going to take away my sense of touch. <laughs> but you have but a really high else. sense of foreboding. Not your sense of taste. You won't need that to summarize. <laughs> Maybe no. Zing. Yeah, wait, he didn't we didn't see him tasting anything. He he could taste uh, everything. We saw him. Why wasn't he just a sommelier? <laughs> Good. Yeah, never... or he just like walks out into the city and he sticks his tongue out and he's like There's crime going on. <laughs> I would have loved to have Dare Sommelier instead of Daredevil. <laughs> I would also like it if he was like CSI Taste Edition, where he had to go and he would like he just lick the rose and is like, oh, that's that tastes like Michael Clark Duncan. He would have to he would have to lick so much semen, right? That's the issue. Yeah, that cannot possibly be hygienic in that field. That's what happens on CSI. Well, that's, that's what happens on Fleet Week. Am I right, ladies? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> New York jokes. No, we have Sweet we have Week everywhere. Week yeah, we have a uh, Fleet Week also in San Francisco. I don't know about the semen, though. <laughs> well, they all come into port. <laughs> straight to the Castro. It's um, semen. I see what you did there. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> you're, 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 you're no corkboard, Ezra. <laughs> Over my head. Yeah. You're like the floor. You catch everything eventually. <laughs> Chris, summarize this movie for us. Okay. So Daredevil is a superhero movie from 2003 that explores the idea that when one sense goes away, the others get better. Uh, so Ben Affleck is Matt Murdock. And as a kid, he was in an accident with some... Uh, poisonous biohazardous waste or whatever and it blinded him because it sprayed him in the eyes with is, poison is that what and, happened in like alex mack or one of those or yeah but instead of being able to turn into a puddle he gets uh <laughs> surprising he gets, useful power of puddle 
Yeah, puddle and zapping things and telekinesis, actually. Alex Mack had what, some... What would she oh, say yeah. when she touched her head, then? Right? Uh, uh, oh. Don't step in me. Puddle. <laughs> yeah, puddle. I think just puddle. <laughs> puddle. Um, so Daredevil, uh, because he's blind, he doesn't need to see, but he can hear his surroundings via like a radar sense, an echolocation, and whatever. So by day, he is a blind attorney, and by night, he is a red leather clad blind superhero who patrols the streets of Hell's Kitchen. And Only murdering the people who had wronged his particular clients. Oh, yeah. He can tell if somebody's lying in court because he can hear their heartbeat, and he knows if they're lying. And That's if, barely admissible in court yeah. as, like, a real thing. A polygraph test? Yeah. yeah. Not admissible in court most of the time. Yeah. Uh, plus, aren't people kind of nervous when they get on the stand and they're yeah. being cross-examined? Yeah. Unless you're yeah. Coolio. Yeah, unless you're, you're Coolio. Yeah, uh, you could just your heart. Your heart might start pumping at a different speed, also because you eat a lot of French fries. Or yeah. uh, he would just know, nervous. Yeah, he yeah. know people's like gas situation like a lot. I think right. Like he oh just, yeah, he just <laughs> you have to like, just taste the air and then he dare fart detector. Exactly how much everybody farts, which is a lot. <laughs> it's more than so, you wanted it to yeah. be. Uh, so in his in his more. travels, uh, Daredevil slash Matt Murdock meets. Electric Nachos. Elec- mm. Electra Nachos, who's Not a billionaire yeah. daughter person who uh, is also good at fighting. And her dad is in a shady business deal with the Kingpin, who's Michael Clark Douglas. And the also, Kingpin runs Duncan. all... Little on the yeah. nose, Ooh, that name. Michael oh, Clark right. Douglas would Mi- be like the Michael Douglas version of Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Michael Clark Duncan. I don't have an impression of those guys, so I can't do it, but I bet it's funny. (laughs) I'm sure that's something. (laughs) Anyway, uh, and and so (laughs) it's basically just, uh, oh, and and there's a bullseye. He's this hired assassin guy that uh, the Kingpin hired to take out uh, Nachios, um, Electra's dad, and also Electra. Because uh, they want to frame him as being the kingpin to throw off the heat. Can, can the you one report? Can you guys imagine who the kingpin is? Yeah, yeah right. Uh, yeah, if Cipher cracks it before it gets taken out of the matrix. Um, but but can you imagine <laughs> what like the visa would have looked like for Bullseye to come into this country from Ireland? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't seem possible. <laughs> yeah, he is definitely a shady character. Well, uh, you know, he also like went through security. Uh, and they like their metal detector found that he had a paper clip in his mouth. Yeah, and then he like yeah. gave but it up. The metal but then detector he had somehow didn't one? find the like ten ninja stars hidden in his belt. That was on, on his, his belt, belt, though. It can't. It finds metal. It doesn't find ninja star well, shapes. And normally they make you take off your belt. Like they're, they're yeah. they'll be like, oh, it's your belt. Now put it in the thing, and then also try again. Take As opposed to just like wearing a belt, go on into the country. <laughs> belt guys, blah, I know blah. you. But it was sensitive enough to know he had a paperclip in his mouth, which he spits out, and then like gets through, and then he's like, ha ha, I had another paperclip in his mouth. Because this particular yeah. assassin can't stop at Office Depot once he's in the country. It's Snowballs is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just buy it once you get here. It's, it's a different, fine. Different weight is the issue, yeah. I think. The Irish uh, paperclips oh, are Oh, it's probably released. what it is, because you have to put yeah, it those are yeah, dagger yeah, weight well, paperclips. He needs to know that, because Bullseye, <laughs> his superpower, as we said, is throwing stuff at other stuff. Typically throwing stuff at people's necks. Super great. And he's Super really great. good at it. We meet him in a bar, in a, in a pub, where he's hustling a guy at darts. And he wins through some game that involves getting six darts in a row in the bullseye. While and chugging a beer. While Robin chugging Hood a beer and not looking. Uh, and, then, the last bull- and then the guy insults <laughs> him. The guy who gave him the money 
insults him. And so he murders that man by throwing things at his neck. By doing he, acupuncture on his chin fat. It's <laughs> I think, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We don't know that he's dead. He might have just like, you know, like, I don't know, really bounced out of his chi afterwards. You know? I was going to say, just, I feel like he probably has like, his sciatica is no longer bothering him. You know, I bet it's not, <laughs> no matter what. Well, that's a better bullseye. reading, because if he actually murdered him, it'd be really hard for you to keep hustling at darts when you've got a bullseye tattooed on your forehead and you kill everyone yeah. who you beat. Well, then he killed that old woman on the plane. Uh, no, she yeah, went with to sleep. Peanut. I think no. she went to sleep. Goes, I'm pretty sure she died. She's fine. She's if fine. You, if you obstruct somebody's windpipe and they stop breathing for and long enough. And then they enough. conk out next to you. This is for you to make an awesome doctor. Like, doctor, uh, time of death? Like, yeah, she's sleeping. <laughs> time of sleep is 940 time of nap absolutely no because here's the thing guys here's the thing you can be allergic to peanuts and die of asphyxiation and you can also choke and sling but two wrongs make a right and so she's fine two wrongs do not make a right <laughs> I like that you said that so confidently yeah so that's not true but also why does she have to be allergic why can't she just have choked to death yeah she didn't die that's the, that's the thing I don't know. She made choky noises and then fell over. Yeah. <laughs> what about decide. that doesn't say dead to you? That's uh, not how I fall asleep. Is that how you fall well, asleep? Here, here's, here's, here's the point. Here's the point. He, he's very good at... Bullseye's very good at aim. All right? So I imagine he could have not killed her if he didn't want to. And isn't Why would weird? he not want to? Because he's he clearly to, a sociopath. No, no. But, but, but... That's a long flight. Do you want to be with a dead body on you for the next, like, eight hours? In, co- in coach, so in coach. Yeah, they do poop after they die. They do poop after they die. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a good point. Uh, anyway, it's not so a good bullseye case. kills not, mis- Papa Nachos and Electric Nachos, okay, and Daredevil yes. gets real upset because he or he uh, doesn't. Be- maybe they're just sleeping. Thanks. Well, to no, Electric Nachos <laughs> comes back to life. Okay, That's true. just she because a walking stick penetrates your sternum doesn't mean you're dead. You're probably just sleeping. Let's make a right, guys. <laughs> Two is wrongs that, make is that something right. you learned at dad's school? Where is this two wrongs make a right coming from? Well, think about it this way. It's like, um, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kill a guy and you don't report it on your taxes. Therefore, no. the IRS can't find just, fault. Just for example, yeah. if, if, if you make the mistake of dropping your baby, but you also made the mistake of not changing his diaper, it's a full diaper. It's going to cushion his fall. He's fine. Two wrongs make a right. Whoa. And uh, all this and more is available online with Dr. Fox's Totally Legitimate Medical School. <laughs> totally legitimate. Dr. Fox's Totally Legitimate Online Medical School. Two wrongs make a right. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a fox. <laughs> stupid like a fox. Yeah, he's, am I stupid or stupid like Dr. Fox? <laughs> Actual foxes need not uh, So Daredevil fell in love with Electra before she died and maybe came back to life. So it- he's real mad and he... Almost kills Bullseye, and he then fights Kingpin and wins. And almost and everybody realizes that blind guy in red leather can fight better than they thought he could. Also, blind guy has a lot of matching accessories for a blind guy. Oh, actually, I could. Oh, can we get to hates yet? Because I have a big one on this. Okay, podcast. okay, and go. that's the movie. Yay! <laughs> hate. Also, if you want me to go into detail about the Coolio B plot, I won't. <laughs> check out the You'll director's to... cut of this summary <laughs> or never do <laughs> where chris will tell you about how coolio was a criminal but was secretly innocent yeah he yeah. was he was a ne'er-do-well but he's not a murderer as hate okay good stuff uh, so i guess maybe this will be a segment oh. of like gaping oh, plot holes and stupidity oh, sure 
Um, but uh, we call it hates normally. No, no, but 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 specifically hates that will like could could really clear up this whole movie business pretty quick. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. So so Electra sees Daredevil. Uh, she thinks kill um you know her dad Papa Nachos. Um uh, and really. There's no incentive for Daredevil to go out again dressed as Daredevil. He, if he just had a separate suit of, like, you know, say, like, I don't know, Dare Rodent. Or, like, you know, Tasmanian <laughs> Devil. Or, like, or just like, or slightly... like some sort of Batman. Or, like, yeah. Midnight Blue <laughs> Daredevil. Yeah, anything else. And, and she'd be like, like hey, uh, have you seen, a, like, a, a red suit guy? He's like, no, I'm looking for him, too. I heard he killed Papa Nachos. I'm, I'm, I'm on your side. And she's like, cool, now we can team up. Now no team up. Yeah, I don't need just, to look into your eyes after I stabbed you in the shoulder. Yeah, What's right. Wrong with why her? not? Why not just have another? You know, maybe a couple of identities. I feel like it would really be like like you don't need that much red leather. No one needs that much red leather. Branch no. also had his hair was dyed badly that color red. Yeah. And, oh, it was retouched that way in some <gasps> scenes, but not all. Yeah. What? Ben why? Affleck's hair yeah. has gone through a lot of journeys. It went from mouse brown in some scenes to like very freaky red, like the, the child red, version. Handle, yeah, like yeah. freaky, like Garnier box color, Feria, something or other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just Maybe not... he's born with it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe it's touched up in post. <laughs> I my biggest hate I I think is just for this the whole concept of the daredevil. I well, now that I say it also I'm upset that he's not just riding a motorcycle in a cage, but also sure. Um so he loses his sight and so his other senses get stronger including his sense of kickboxing, his sense of flipping, his sense of jumping off a pipe that he's f- flown like uh, he I mean fly, we do have more than five senses guys I, I will I will actually defend him on this we have that like 20 or so senses yeah there's, there's a lot of senses but none of them is a sense of flipping gave him uh, extra balance and agility well there is a sense you know you do know when you're flipping or not so there's a f- sense of am I flipping yeah am I currently upside down or am yeah. I right side up right uh, it's <laughs> sense, sense of, of knowing when you're sense of working down. out uh, yeah, his, his emotional of, intelligence. Yeah, uh. his sense of grappling. I mean that, like that alone, is really what does it because he's really good with grappling hooks. Which, overall, I would say the comic book industry has gone a long way to making us think that grappling hooks are more effective than they are. Yeah, they're not at all. Super he, hard to yeah, use. his sense of like, like getting somewhere in a reasonable fashion is like way decreased, though. I yeah, will say, with all the theatrics that he get goes to to like go into any building, you'd think he could just like try a door or stairs. Like he's never going places that are hard to get to he's always like going to like the upper layer of a bar and he like right. uses like the tops of every building in new york to get there <laughs> it seems incredible like you could take the subway dude i think maybe if it was just like if you saw him in the elevator wearing that skin tight leather suit you'd be like well i guess it's new you'd york be like, anywhere it's else new york. Would be really weird you'd but literally york- be like i'm not gonna look at him for too long so he doesn't start talking to me and then you <laughs> get on with your life because <laughs> There's only one thing worse than being stuck in an elevator with a guy in a red leather suit. It's being stuck with a chatty guy in a red leather suit. <laughs> exactly. If I got in an elevator and there was somebody dressed as Daredevil in the elevator with me, it, it would all be fine. Yeah, the it last just... thing you say is, how about those Knicks? <laughs> okay, but also, why doesn't he just develop his sense of blocking shit out? Because he sleeps in, like, a bathtub coffin. 
Yeah, how yeah. how many times has he almost drowned? Also, he has a drawer full of Epsom salts that he just like has in a drawer. <laughs> that was cool, man. That feels and, like when you've made like, it, you know. You know, my apartment's you know. more like the bulk section of a homeopathy store. Yeah, I, I yeah, I got that extra tall dresser drawer from Restoration Hardware. California so closets, could, actually. <laughs> I could fill it with Epsom salts. I uh. Why? Also, so let's talk about his sense of justice because this whole thing is justice. But he he likes to murder people uh, <laughs> who were acquitted of crimes. No, no, no. Justice is blind. Therefore, everything he does is just because he's a blind guy. Also, blind. his oh. reaction to somebody getting acquitted for like uh, uh, doesn't he like beat up a waitress and then his way of like making it right is burning this bar to the ground. <laughs> yeah, he so he kills the guy who was on trial for sexual assault. And was acquitted, even though his yeah. heart rate said that he was guilty. So he murders that guy, which is already a little unjust. But then he like burns well, down well, the waitress's bar, guys, which seems guys, like he was part of this. Yeah, and uh, kills a bunch of other dudes in the process. Okay, but, but remember, or they're sleeping. It was, Go ahead, Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it he was put wrong. The bar to sleep. It was wrong that he was acquitted, right? And it was wrong that they killed him then, so it's fine. <laughs> so now we're back to normal. I like that so many people get murdered and like it's never commented upon or like worried about. Like Michael Clark Duncan kills like all of his bodyguards in like one morning in a Which fit really of like and then you a story. His HR department's got to be so busy filling out paperwork <laughs> and then also looking for more bodyguards like, who are willing to maybe get killed. Yeah, or just take lots of naps. It's really <laughs> difficult to be in the HR department where you're like, there is, uh, we have um, health insurance after 90 days, full medical yeah. dental. Yeah. Um, you'll probably be murdered by your boss in the first week. And yeah. uh, we have great vacation benefits. So just, you know, whenever you want to take like a sabbatical even, we'd be happy to. And he will murder you. And did we mention that he's going to tell you a meaningless parable followed by choking you out <laughs> on a glass wall? Yeah. yeah. Also, this, that, that really is his that crystal cane is not for walking. No. No, it's yeah. like crystal and metal. I, hmm. It's crystal and murder is what it's made out of. Yeah. Also, Mostly he wears his suspenders under his shirt, so let's all just deal with that. <laughs> yeah, he just strips down out of his suit to fight some people, and he's got a, like, a tank top and suspenders on. He looked pretty yeah. cool, though, right? Under a button-down. I just want to know more about why you would ever do that. Like, you love those suspenders. It's closer to the skin. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, let's talk about the thing with uh, electric nachos. Is it weird, you guys, that he's a blind guy and he's still super shallow? Oh, he's so shallow. That's he's like, oh, fantastic. you smell nice and you're pretty. Well, hold on, hold on. Smell nice is not exactly shallow. No, no, no. I but mean, he was like, like he had to wait until it rained so he could echolocate her bone structure, so he could be like, "Oh, you are pretty. Thank God." You're so beautiful. Yeah. At least we didn't have much of the him touching people's faces to see what they look like. Oh, you're yeah. right. I hate that. I do hate that. Gotta the most. save that for at first sight. Ugh. Oh, Mira yeah. Sorvino. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, my favorite thing about uh, Electric Nachos is that she and Ben Affleck uh, got together when they met on this movie. And then they broke up much later, making our podcast feel instantly outdated or incredibly topical. And so all of the chemistry that they Didn't don't have, have. When, they're, uh, when they're kickbox flirting. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, she's dressed as Cheryl Crow. Why was that? <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, she favors the tank top Tanya. and the uh, tight pants. So he okay. So here's what happens. So he's in a coffee shop. He smells her through the window. Then <laughs> yeah, because that's a thing. His friend confirms that she's hot. He she walks her. through the coffee shop and sits down, he and suddenly has me. a coffee in her hand. Yep. Yeah, she didn't order coffee. 
Then he chases her outside when she says she doesn't want to talk. He grabs her wrist like, hey, why are you walking away from me? Or first she's like, don't follow me. And then he grabs her wrist and she's yeah. like, don't touch me. Which are both very reasonable requests. Oh, totally reasonable. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think she's probably right to ask and, ask and say those things. I, I mean, she, and she's also was, I think, right to try to punch him. But because he's a great fighter, because of his sense of fighting has been heightened, they yep. proceed to fight while all the time falling in love. And he, in a, here's what I'm wondering. Is this worse or better than the basketball Catwoman fight uh, fall in love moment? Oh, this is better. This is better than the basketball fighting for sure. I don't know. Let's put them all in the same yeah. category. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> oh, I mean, super not great. And the fact that there are just a bunch of kids watching, and they're like, hey, somebody it's might get mugged. In a playground, these two people are doing or a sexied. Flight, fight karate flipping. Yeah, and the music that comes on is very like, yes, we've seen The Matrix recently. I do like, actually, the heavy use of teeter-totters, though. I think that was fun. Yeah. In that yeah, fight. I'd say most fights don't have enough of them. Yeah. Most. There was just so much, like, posing in between all of the, like pretend oh hits. yeah you do a move and you just like hold a pose and you wait for the other person to acknowledge your pose before yeah that's not actually how fighting works which is a weird move well, especially for a blind flirting. guy because you never know when you've been acknowledged yeah <laughs> or when somebody's <laughs> just ready to kick you in the neck well, are we having so. a moment this is over <laughs> did, you, did you see my dorky hands <laughs> yeah this could have been a lot goofier i think and it would have been fun i think probably mm-hmm. the goofiest thing oh. is when electra later on is training with her mini tridents her little raphael <laughs> sticks and <laughs> her size, a, yeah, yeah. She has a house where bags of sand fall in a particularly menacing fashion, and she cuts them, <laughs> and they just spill and make a huge yeah. mess for no reason. Yeah, that was a. Yeah. <laughs> She's in her sandbox. Yeah, oh. again, when you are a billionaire's daughter, you don't worry about what the hell has to clean up. After Someone else you. has the vacuum. Yeah, yeah. Is it wrong that when she got a she got one of those through her hand because of bullseye and his right. acumen? I and threw it. Out. That makes sense because she can't catch stuff. Really That's not one of her time. powers. Oh, yeah. yeah, when she got that scythe through her hand, it was hilarious. It was but he great. shouldn't be able to catch the scythe. Like, Bullseye should not be able to catch a scythe that comes out. Like, it, it's Look, not... Ezra, it's, he's not cardboard. have two skills. <laughs> yeah, not... He really didn't, though, right? Like, he really didn't. <laughs> he had an accent. I don't know. I think he could have a couple of others. He could so stand on a motorcycle while I think it's okay if he's running. good at throwing and catching. Yeah. I don't think that's that weird. I think he's overpowered. <laughs> you think he's overpowered, but Mr. But, I can sense everything but sight super great is also, not overpowered. He also basically has the ability work. to flip and fly around New York as well, even though he's not blind. They so. all do. Electra did and Bullseye did. They, they all just have like ridiculous wire work people, like yeah. a crew that like follows the, them around. But the wire work was so bad. It was terrible. Ugh. All right, so which is funnier? When she tries to catch a scythe through her hand, also, why does she fight with scythes? But anyway, right. she takes one through the hand. <laughs> Is that better, or when Bullseye gets shot through both of his hands in a church and then holds them out like he's stigmata? Which one is funnier? Oh, I liked her getting the hand. <laughs> yeah, I hated more because because like, she like recoiled and it was hard to tell where the where the thing had gone. And then she like turned around and was like, "No!" Yeah, <laughs> and just the reveal was pretty great. I, I, did it seem like did it seem like Daredevil was super inconsistent with when with when he was like like very very powerful? Sure. Yeah, and when was, he was like super sensitive to sound, and also why sometimes he could hear sounds, but it was like were they flashback noises? Like he'd be like mm. in a place that was ostensibly quiet, and then there'd be like a subway. <laughs> I didn't understand that. 
Yeah. Was that supposed to be and trauma? If, you, if your whole deal is that sound helps me, quote unquote, see, being in a really loud city should be very helpful. Yeah. And so loud things should like help him out. Not like, like, I've lived in a I'm city confused. long enough that I can block out certain kinds of noises, like the way the recycling used to sound like the world was ending, and now I don't notice. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, oh, recycling is the world ending. It's so loud. There are some like, <laughs> there are some like uh, earplugs you can totally get that like have like a little hole in the middle, and like like drummers will use them, so like it just like compresses everything, so like it's not as loud, oh. but you still have the full spectrum. Like he could have these kinds of things. It'd be really yeah. helpful. It'd be good yeah, if he had know. like some tech. That's something he really he doesn't have like a team. Well, no, no he, he just has. Well, somebody made that walking stick grappling hook gun thing yeah where is he getting his stuff <laughs> like blindguyvigilantes.com <laughs> yeah no 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 well, it's uh, 19, it's 2003 so it's dot <laughs> your source for sticks that turn into weapons and also free medical degrees yeah, yeah. Ooh, now so in partnership with dr ezra's terrible totally legitimate medical school <laughs> <laughs> and epsom salt refining oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, about the about the painkiller here's like eight things of painkillers None of them seem to have Braille on the labels. I also wondered about this. Yeah. Like, how is he... Uh, what? What's his system like? Just chew a few and get on with your day? Yeah. Just put them all in a bucket. Also, awesome. it seems like chewing a bunch of painkillers and then getting in a bath where you, like, can't Could roll drown. over seems well, like the he, worst type okay, of sleep. He's a daredevil, though, right? So that's that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, he's the man with no, without fear, uh, which no one actually calls him, but everyone says they call him the man without fear. But who's they? Yeah, every, they don't know. Nobody actually calls him that, but everybody blames that on somebody else. Like, everyone else is saying this, so I believe yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of how like, the, yeah, Dude, maybe like, it was in the post one time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Cypher did it. That's probably what happened. Snakes, haters. And I made myself so easy to love. How much they hate it. Welcome back to America's Got Meat. It's like the worst part of sixth grade, but longer. And on TV. I'm Howie Mandel. Nobody likes me, but for some reason, I'm always on some show. I like you, Howie. You advance! Actually, I think I misunderstood this event. Shouldn't it be called Meatberg's Got Talent? That would make much more sense. I thought it was a contest for meat. I brought pork chops. You double advance! I don't think that's how it works, but I appreciate your enthusiasm. All right, let's bring out our next contestant. Whoop. Hey, it's new meat buddy Christian Walters. What's your talent, Christian? Magic. Hey, that's great. Show us your illusion. You misunderstand me. I'm going to actually do magic. I'm a wizard. Oh, right. Of course. I control all of time and space. Kneel before me. If you insist, take it away. Valakasem! <laughs> Wow! You just created a storm on a stage! I told you I control the universe. Well, let's see what my fellow judges have to say. Howard Stern? Blah, satellite radio, blah, take off your shirt. Hey, that means he likes you. Blah, now do a card trick, blah. I'm actually magic. Why would I use it for mere trifles like those? I could kill you right now with one word. Blah, do it. I haven't had fun in years. Mooza, dooza, kabooza! <coughs> blah, uh-huh, blah. That's a great trick, Christian Walters. You killed Howard Stern. Hey, now bring him back. That's something even I can't do. I'm glad he's gone because I visibly can't stand him, but I also hate incomplete tricks. Auf Wiedersehen. Yeah, get this guy out of here. Bring back the guy with the meat. Hi, I'm back. 
I brought a pork chop. Good enough for me. Me too. This show is boring. No kidding. Nobody's getting naked. Let's see what else is on. No. 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 Oh, I love meat of fortune. I'd like to buy a veal. Become a meat buddy by making a small monthly donation to your favorite podcast, and you too could be a character in one of these silly ads. It may not seem that important, but next week, things in Meatburg really heat up, and we'll need your help. Go to readdashweep.com slash meat buddies. Meat buddies, 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 meat buddies. All right, it's time for the game of top five. <laughs> top five. <laughs> top five. Top five. Awesome. We got a lot of great, uh, great questions, great comments this week for our t- game of top five. So uh, let's get into them. Number one, Scott on Facebook, zippers, pro or con. There are so many zippers, but also this this movie is clearly anti-zipper because every zipper is also reinforced with a buckle. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm snaps or get the fuck out for me. Yeah, <laughs> this movie. Did you notice that Bullseye's coat had like corset like lacing in the back? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> and did, it, well, I mean, Bullseye's just... coat also ha- didn't have armpits. He had holes in the armpits for extra for breathability, uh, breathability. and venting. Yeah, yeah, venting is great. He did say to Michael Clark Duncan get me a costume and that's why he, so that, at least that explained why he had a weird costume yeah, yeah. yeah i thought the i thought he just didn't follow up on that <laughs> i thought it was pretty good for for honestly for like a short order like that was not bad all things considered like yeah. he didn't have his measurements going into it yeah right. that's not the kingpin's was, main area custom. no yeah. that was already bullseye never changed his costume he was wearing that coat in the airport and everything oh really yeah because costumes take longer than a day to get I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't project think he changed his clothes at all. Stay up till midnight. Baby's up. Time to grab a baby. Oh no! No amount of hurrying would have helped there. No, that's that's not enough time. <laughs> so how you been, Alex? <laughs> I'm good. I did the world naked bike ride last night. What? Mm-hmm. How is riding a bike naked? Not great. Yeah, is it sort of like running naked, where eventually it's just really boring and you're very wondering. shortly it's just exercise. Yeah. Um, and also like. Normally, I wear pretty nice underwear with little pouches that sort of cradle me and make me feel special. And yeah. uh, so, so you don't balls away from the bike seat. Exactly, you don't have that. It's all crushing and rubbing, and it's no good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's no good. All right, is this is what Dax did too. Is he your naked? No, no, no. Oh, naked bike the worst words to put next to each other. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> crushing and rubbing. <laughs> Which is also how you make an aioli. Oh, gross. Hey. Oh, I hate just... Hey. Oh, this is so much better than talking about that. Hey. Hi. Caleb. He is just waking up. Yeah, yeah. that's a tricky time for all of us. Caleb. Yeah. How are right. you doing? You're so cute. Can't do that. It's fine. Oh, yeah. S is wearing headphones. He can't hear me. Yeah. yeah. He has no <laughs> yeah, idea what we're all murmuring at him. But, yeah, let's see if I can... I can... Up, up here. That's Alex. Hey, buddy. Caleb. Here. Hey. Hi. Yeah, he seems <laughs> real into this. <laughs> All right, um, well, he's still pretty happy right now on the whole, so let's let's, let's be it. funny. Uh, let's get through it. I would. I I think. Uh, I think that the the Daredevil costume, though, like just the tight red leather. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it would play super great for jumping around and flying and fighting crime. Yeah, you either have to use a lot of baby powder or a lot of lube underneath that leather <laughs> to be able to move around. Mm-hmm. So when Ben Affleck takes that jacket off, he's just like. 
slippery. And, yeah. and actually, I would argue if he really is the man without fear, he should probably only be in lube and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, man without fear. <laughs> Covered in lube. Oh, I don't know no. if like the thing right. holding me back from covering myself in lube all the time is fear. It's fear. I don't know if that's. Oh really? I think it's. Uh, aren't you afraid of going out like covered in lube? I mean, you could make it fear, but it also could just be disgust. You know, it could be Mindy Kaling, or it could be uh... nothing to fear but lube itself. <laughs> yeah, it also could just be like taste. I couldn't I have a heightened sense of taste. Yeah, or not wanting to slip on stairs. Either way, or are you afraid of that again? Yeah. All right, number two, Daniel on Facebook said, how does a blind man write giant flame Ds so legibly? Well, yeah. that so weird, because like, when he like <laughs> leaves his mark for someone else to find and light on fire. I, and... I, I, know, I know. I have an answer for this well, one. Yeah. Before you tell What's us, that? so just to quickly summarize this scene. So it's the early on, he murders the guy who was guilty of a crime, but not one yeah. that was punishable by death by subway train. Um, and then two wrongs, guys. <laughs> right, good but he actually, and he starts out fighting that guy in a bar, chases him into the subway, and then murders him in the subway. Yeah, and then leaves that like double D as his signature. Which, by the way, I have a real issue with his logo because Daredevil is all one word. <laughs> so also, yeah, that is isn't that Double Dare also the Nickelodeon show? <laughs> yeah, yes, also it's a broad size. There's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't choose that. But so he yeah. he murders this guy and then leaves, and then later we see the cop and the the journalist talking, and uh, they're like, "I don't think Daredevil is real." And then the journalist's like, "Oh yeah," throws a match on the a cigarette on the ground, <laughs> and the Daredevil logo of two overlapping D's explodes in flames, suggesting the Daredevil, after murdering a guy, took out a squeeze bottle of lighter fluid. And a blind man uh, carefully drew his giant logo and left, assuming that a reporter with a cigarette would be there and yeah. would like illuminate the logo with flames. And like in a crime scene for time, or the fact that it was wet, he had to use something, some like really, really viscous, like yeah. sort of flammable like gel. gel. Yeah, yeah. And Weird. then uh, also, why are you signing your murders? You're a hero. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I guess maybe you're like secretly devilly. Ugh. Yeah. Well, so as what's your I, explanation? I think what happens. I I think he had a stencil. You know. Oh, oh well, that's sure. Like Banksy, and it unrolls out and, of his uh, his stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. His stick is also a stencil, and then you just like have like a, a jelly spray paint like lighter fluid type thing that you just like <laughs> squeezy on it. I'm and sort then, of uh, picturing like one of those like bubble blower things, <laughs> like a giant one that you like dip in lighter fluid and then like put on the floor. Oh, so he's Ooh, got like it. He just sticks it down and then leaves. But then, like, so this gets to Jennifer's question on Facebook, which is still on a sub-question number two, which is, how did the journalists know that there were going to be giant Ds waiting to be set on fire? Uh, journalists are always looking for Ds. They're always looking for double Ds. It's weird that he <laughs> desecrates a crime scene like that and that a journalist just knows, hey, this seems like a flammable logo. Well, well so here's the thing. I think this is just the first one they found. I think there's all over everywhere. Yeah. Oh, he's it's been just like what time. he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's not that it's intentional. It's that he just leaves these wherever he goes as a matter of his magic. It could just be like that's like the way he pees naturally. <laughs> oh God! Whoa! Well, he, he needs to get his flammable urine stream. I don't feel good about his kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think being a superhero is sort of like at the beginning is sort of like being any like musician or performer trying to get a name for yourself, where you have to like put your yeah. logo on everything? There's a lot of branding. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And yes, maybe that's, that's why exactly like that. that color of hair and the color of suit just to like get some cons- consistency. Yeah, you've got some like badly designed postcards that you hand out on the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come see my show. Yeah. yeah. 
So beware the Luna moth. I'm not afraid of lube. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good tagline. They call me the eel. Number three. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. Raleigh wants to know, which sense would you like to lose only to have which sense enhanced? Um, Uh, I'll trade my sense of balance because I don't have a great one of that to begin with. Oh, Um, okay. And, uh... And I guess I'll, I'll I'll trade that for yeah for for sense of taste uh, so I could be like just like just because like if you're a sommelier you're probably gonna be like pretty drunk most of the time so you don't really need to like like be balanced you know so I could just yeah. be drunk like just on the ground sommelier and like just do, like, I, why, my thing. you know it feels like everything with you is a sommelier. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I mean, got way extra taste. I should be a sommelier. Wait, I've got no taste. I should be a sommelier. Sommelier. As, is this just what you desperately want to do? I mean, it seems like a pretty cool job, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I because like friend of the show Forrest is a sommelier, and he has a great time. Does I'm he sure. say sommelier or sommelier? This is know. really troubling me. Is there me. is there a sense where you can know how to pronounce things correctly? Because I take oh, that I want myself. that sense so bad. <laughs> okay. So what would you give up for it? Uh, my sense of doing handstands on buildings. Okay. What you, you have that, that one now? No, I just feel like that's one of those daredevil senses that he got. I'd give that up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to give do that. Give that right up. I'd give that right up. Yeah, see, minute. I'd go the other way. I'd go, uh, I-, I would be willing to go colorblind to have a 25-foot vertical. <laughs> if that was a trade you could make. Wait, yeah, well, is that's that your... apparently what daredevil can do. Is that? I would like. By that you mean penis, right? No, I mean just a uh, vertical leap. 25-foot <laughs> vertical uh. penis would be... <laughs> <laughs> Way I'm more you, you do not want to sit behind me at the theater. <laughs> oh be, man, it would be just be pointless. A hassle. <laughs> it would be such a hassle. Oh, that I... would be a point. <laughs> here's a, here's I... the thing: if you had a penis that long, you could pull vote pull vote in most situations pretty easily. You'd also like if if you even got half an erection, you'd pass out of blood loss. <laughs> Uh, I, I just feel like you'd want to give up your sense of touch because you'd be dragging it everywhere. <laughs> Unless oh, you had like one of those hole, hose rollers that you can roll it up. It's like carrying a telephone pole around with you everywhere you go. <laughs> Ralu, I assume that's what you wanted out of this question, so I'm just going to cut it there. Number four. Top five. Top five. Philip says, do you think I, Matt works the trays? completely lost it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of tired people one of them's holding a baby we're all talking about 25 foot wings it's 9 in the morning uh, so Philip wants to know do you think Matt works the phrase justice is blind into every closing argument he makes in court oh that's, yeah that's oh, I sure hope so. so yeah, yeah. Wow, that guy sucks I, he's, I just wanted I mean, one of the jurors to be like ugh <laughs> like, again oh yeah <laughs> yeah or the judge to be completely fed up, or the opposing counsel to be like, "Objection!" He's used that every single time. Actually, yeah. that would be like, and then they he'd be like you'd be overruled, but that would be a great objection. Yeah, there was an objection to something that seemed totally like he was like, he said something about the guy like perjury is wrong, and the guy was like, "My objection, my client is an upstanding citizen." You're right, that's not a reasonable objection. So, yeah, not a reasonable objection. Uh, that's basically like, objection. My client didn't do it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and then he says, while your client was a drug user, like, 
He tries to argue his case. They're really bad. Also, why is it two private attorneys? There's no... It just makes no sense. There's no prosecuting yeah. attorney yeah. here. There should, be, there should be an assistant DA. I don't know. <laughs> we weren't totally sure that opposing counsel to Matt Murdock wasn't... Uh, it, it could have been a civil case. Sure, it could have been a civil case, in which case uh, I don't think that you had the same... Set up the date? Well, maybe. All right, you win. It's maybe- blah, blah. Yeah, it, it could have. <laughs> no, but I, I will say, though, if it was a civil case, it makes killing him by train even a little bit wronger. I right, right. I lost my yeah, lawsuit, so, so I murdered him right in the subway. Then, is that? <laughs> also, that's <laughs> what happens if there are three wrongs. <laughs> oh, I think it has to be even number no matter what. Well, yeah, okay, because so you're also wronging also the, you're also rubbing, rubbing yes. the, wronging the train driver who had to murder somebody that day on accident. Yeah, I worried about that, actually. Yeah, you gave that train driver a okay, real bad day. But, yeah. but and then all the passengers driver... are like pissed off because there's a delay, and the train driver's like, there's a sick passenger on the train. We will be delayed. <laughs> Thank not... you for your patience. <laughs> they not... don't go, oh, my God, there was a dead body. <laughs> um, we're delayed due to mechanical reasons. The all mechanics right. of murder. <laughs> anyway, number um, five, top five? We have one. Top five. That was four. Number five. Um, oh, there's just so many good ones, it's hard to choose. Uh, we've kind of covered a lot of these. So, Caitlin says, This film spawned the career of Christian Turton goth group Evanescence. Explain? I didn't realize it spawned their career, did it really? This was like when they went mainstream out of the Christian rock scene. But they, I thought that their, their uh, pairing up with Linkin Park for that song was the reason that she, like... Or the Evanescence group got popular. Well, I think it was a record label. There was the tie-in. There was the we question yeah. your premise, Caitlin. There you go. Ah. That's your <laughs> well, explanation. No, I mean... Also, were you, did you guys ever listen to Evanescence back in 2002, Ooh, 2003? Not on purpose. Yeah. I, okay. You can't avoid them. Yeah. It's like them and System of a Down and oh, yeah. Stained. Just Nickelback Whoa. was on this soundtrack. P.O.D. Been... was on this soundtrack. <laughs> it was a crazy they were time. To... They were together... Since 1995, so they like they like yeah. they like did it for like five, you know, seven, eight years. Like she's before, been like, asking people to wake her up inside for a long time. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mister Twenty Five Feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to our minor comments. That's the game of top five. Uh, if you want to play top five and get your question five. turned into a really terrible visual, go to facebook.com slash read and weep. Or tweet at us at read underscore weep, and uh, we'll talk about yeah, Caleb. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna be talking about Babe Two Pig in a City next week. So if you have your top five for that, get them in now. Also uh, Thursday or Friday, you can let us know what your uh, we usually post, and we'll ask you for questions, and we'd love to hear from you. That's top five. Now let's jump into our minor compliments. We're gonna go in reverse order, which means Ezra, you are up first, or is Chris I'm up ready first? To go. Oh, I think Chris one. up first. Chris, you're up first. What's Chris. your minor compliment? Oh, okay. Uh, so, hang on just a sec. I didn't know I was going to be up first. I think you but, are, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris. I, I, do I need, would it be easier if I woke you up inside? It would. And, and I can't wake up! <laughs> wake me up inside! Yeah, I was up go pretty now. late. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else he yells in between. Oh, Wait, uh, is this just about coffee, guys? The song's just yeah. for coffee. <laughs> Brought to you by Uban. Something, something, there's a panther. <laughs> Wake you up inside. <laughs> Available now at www.ubanandepsonsaltsandbadmedicaldegree.com. Yeah. Okay, so here's my compliment. Here's my compliment. Is 
Uh, during the part right after Alex, that part you talked about, where Electra has a bunch of sandbags yeah. coming down in her yeah. house, uh, they're both getting ready oh. to do some battle. And so she's like twirling her fork knives. And he's getting ready. Daredevil's getting his like little stick and little mask and, and jacket on. And it's all so cheesy. And it, it made me realize that the Batman shots of parts of clothing and belts buckling is not intrinsically cool. It's that you actually have to be cool and good at it. Because yeah. these guys aren't good at it. And it, it made me, it's a skill. It's a skill. And, and I, I liked appreciating that in this movie. I, I could totally see that. I actually... that. That's the thing about this movie that's so weird is like, it feels like they were like, why isn't this good? We put all the same pieces as all of our other movies. Yeah. yeah. We've got Daredevil crouching on the corners of buildings just like Batman. Yeah. We've got, he's not uh, sure if he's good or bad inside. He's got a toy. He's got, the, he's got a thing that unfolds into multiple toys. He's got a girlfriend who's also a bad guy. I want to know where that girlfriend who dumped him on his voicemail. Oh, yeah. What was her deal? <laughs> I'd rather see a two-hour prequel about her than about Elektra. What's she doing later? <laughs> she doesn't have time to be dumped. She's doing the dumping. Uh, All right. All right. Uh, continuing backwards, Ezra, minor compliment. Um, I mean, I guess this is pretty impressive for Michael Clark Duncan. I just read this. So when he was cast, he weighed 290 pounds, and he was asked to gain an additional 40 pounds for the role. Whoa. No. 40 pounds of muscle. Uh, It just says 40 pounds in the IMDb page, but yeah, I'm going to say But then it followed up with, so he pumped a ton of iron and did all this stuff. It wasn't like, yeah, so then I just ate melted ice cream in in my cereal. Yeah, that's that's what Hayden Christian said. Wait a second, Chris, um, is that an option? Melted ice cream. (laughs) It's always an option. How am I just now finding out about this? (laughs) That's another state of ice cream, Alex. I need you to put on 30 pounds immediately. (laughs) (laughs) That is how I'm starting. Ice cream cereal. Can you just... Yeah, 30 pounds of you. I'm not pumping iron, but I'll pump some cream. Mm. Oh, that's uh, insane. No. <laughs> Phrasing. Standing by it. All right, Phrasing. so uh, for my minor compliment, I'm going to do a couple of really quick, tiny compliments, which, first of all, Michael Clark Duncan in a three-piece suit with a crystal walking stick. A huge fan. Um, I thought yeah. that was awesome looking, uh, even with his 40, extra 40 pounds. Um, number two, I like that Bullseye's cla- like thing that he says after he kills somebody is just his name. It's not even a pun. He just says Bullseye again. Well, uh, I assume his real name is like Patrick McPhee or whatever. Well, that's probably oh, true. Like, like, <laughs> or it could be like, like, like Patrick Benjamin. McShamrock. Bye, <laughs> McShamrock. Like, <laughs> I thought it was like Ben Bullseye, maybe, and it's just B Bullseye, and it's Bullseye. Uh, that could be it. Blarney uh, is my father's name. Call me Bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> He's very Irish. Also, I did laugh at the Fight Club joke. I thought that was kind of fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. How they quote it, they referenced the movie Fight Club. Yeah, he just, he's like, <laughs> much better. Favreau movie. is like, why are you always beaten? You go out late at night, our client die or our client's enemy dies, and then you have a scar on your face. Why does that keep happening? And he's like, I'm in the Fight Club, which, first of all, you don't call it the fight. Like, lose the fight. Lose yeah, the Yeah, yeah. Drop the, drop the, the. Yeah. yeah it's going to be way more yeah. successful. Uh, but he's, and then he says like how he can't talk about it because that's the rule. Which at, in two thousand three was a much better joke. And then yeah. also yeah, uh, Favreau, who I mostly cannot stand, was like, "I'm sure that's funny if I had seen the movie." And I liked a movie referencing another movie, but one of the characters didn't see the movie. I don't know. That made me laugh. Totally. I feel and like we still his character like, Foggy lives up to his nickname. Yeah. I, I, I honestly I like John Favreau in this. And I think we actually owe him a lot because he like he kind of kicked off the whole like I think. Uh, by directing uh, Iron Man two thousand eight, he like kind of started like like oh hey um, looks like like 
movies can both be fun and good, like for superhero stuff. Because like, yeah. they had like uh, they had like oh yeah, it can be gritty and good. Sure, we we got like the whole uh, Christopher Nolan Knight. thing, but like yeah. oh yeah, you can actually have a good time and uh, she can go blow up and it cannot suck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe just keep to the directing then, Favreau. You're playing the yeah. same character in every movie, and I'm tired of that character. I don't. I don't know if I need to see Chef. Yeah, I'm not gonna see that movie. Oof. Um, that leaves you, Tanya. What is your minor compliment? Close us out. I enjoyed the stained glass close-up. <laughs> <laughs> so there are some stain. There's some that, churches. Wait, wait, let's why acknowledge why how much we stretch that out first. Tell, let's tell tell acknowledge that, Tanya. They like pan all the way up the church, and there's this like really I don't know. There's this, like close-up on the on on the like the main. I don't know if it's a. If it's Mary, Picture. I don't know who yeah, it is. Mary. Is it Mary? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but they but there's like a lot of like shadow and like detail in the in the face in the stained glass, and I was just like, ah, oh, stained glass is great. You don't see it very much, but it's I, great. Let's just live in a moment for like just <laughs> how slight that compliment is. Let's just appreciate because <laughs> that is a masterwork, Tanya. I yeah. know. It, for, <laughs> this was short notice for you to be on the show this morning, and you have done an like that is a perfect compliment. It's like you've been practicing for days. It's a little thing. It's like the journalist keyboard with print and delete next to each next other. Next to each other? Why were oh, they next to so each good. other? And you hit delete once, you tap it, and the entire screen deletes. What? Yeah, but one wor- one letter at a time. <laughs> like you're holding it down, but you're not. Yeah, it's magic. I do Basically, like actually. Hogwarts. I would love the idea of having a keyboard with a super delete bu- button. That's like, just bail on I mean, whatever you've you done do today. You do have one. It's the off button, guys. <laughs> well, at least on most of mine, it's like, are you sure you want to turn me off? You have to decide yeah. twice. What I, I want is there to be a button it. that you just go, boom, all your work is gone forever. Yeah. Especially when you write about Daredevil. Yeah. It, it's, called, Alex, it's called a magnet. <laughs> but sorry, I, I didn't mean to crib, I didn't mean to steal what we were talking about there because the stained glass was beautiful, but it's sure, also it's a fine. very tiny thing because the visuals it was very well realized, in this movie though. are pretty bad. Yeah, yeah there are, there's a lot yeah. of like CG for no good reason. Like a rat walks across the screen. Like you couldn't find a rat. How hard? No, you they could not find this? a rat to pause in that puddle the way they needed it to. <laughs> just yeah, like just shoot a rat ten times walking across the screen. He'll pause in the puddle. I like at least the idea once. that like that that central casting would have been a solution to that problem. Where it's like, well, you just have to find the right rat who automatically wants to stop there, and then <laughs> you get. That rat had some really complex blocking. It had to like go to a grate, get scared by some steam, and like run away. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah, one of the best uh... acting jobs in the whole movie is CG rat in opening sequence. <laughs> I yes, I'll never flower. forget the delivery of the line. Ee, ee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were unnecessary CG flowers. There was like... Oh, it, man. Yeah, when he dropped that rose from the top of that theater. This Oof. is for you, Dad. This is for you, Dad. <laughs> Wake me up in time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, that's it for the show. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Bullseye. We're back again next week. <laughs> next week, we're going to be talking about Babe 2, Pig in the City. This is, of course, Pig in a City. Uh, this is, of course... The City, I think, um, right? This is not just any city. The Empire Strikes Back of Babe movies. Un- yes. Inarguably. Um, so, the reason we're watching Babe 2, Pig in the City, is that... Uh, 
I saw an interview like five years ago where Tom Waits said it was his favorite movie, and I assumed he was joking. Then my buddy Scott kept saying it was his favorite movie, and I thought he was joking. And then I ran into another friend the other day uh, who's going to be on the show next week, and he said that it's his favorite movie, and he was not joking. And so I'm persuaded. I think we need to see this movie now. People think it's really fun. It's gnarly. Not fun, but really good. It's gnarly. It's intense. It's uh, it's the same guy wow. did Mad Max. Wow. It's like It's supposed to be really... It's a... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. People really like it. The interview where Tom Waits says that he loves it is like... He's like, every time my family wants to watch a movie, they're always like, no, Dad, not Pig in a City again. But like that, Tom Waits' voice. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dad, not not Pig in a City again. It'd be weird if Pig's... Because I, I really do think it's Pig in the City. Yeah. Sure. And, <laughs> but I love it if it would be <laughs> Pigs in a Blanket or Pigs in the Blanket. <laughs> like, what blanket? <laughs> The blanket. Don't worry the one it. blanket. <laughs> anyway, so that's going to be next week. Join us again for Babe 2 and get your top five questions and comments on top Babe five. 2 in at uh, facebook.com. Or email us, podcast at read-weep.com. Thank you so much to our newest meat buddy, Christian Walters. Yeah, the- thanks, Christian. Django. Yeah, you have, you are a super big meat buddy, and you deserve better than that wizard ad. But you got it. That's what you got. That's just some you know tiny. what our motto is, Alex. No Enjoyed refunds. playing you. Right? No refunds? Yeah, no. We have a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. Our, you know our motto, two wrongs make a right. <laughs> you know our motto, 25-foot penis. <laughs> I don't think that's a motto. That's just a noun. I think it will have to be now. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Christian. Uh, good luck with your wizarding powers. If you guys want to join Christian and become a meat buddy, go to readdistrict.com slash meat buddies. Even a $1 monthly donation is a huge help to us. Keep the show going, and uh, we love having you guys be a part of it that way. And thanks for being here, as always, at C. Walter Smith. Uh-huh. Thanks for uh, being here at Ezra Fox. Oh, yeah. And you had a baby with you for a little while. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made an appearance. That might have been the it, first... It was cool. Your, your, that might have I been so. Caleb's first appearance on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Usually, he usually he's much more of a, a pack your mics kind of guy. Yeah, but he he made dropped the, in. <laughs> he dropped by. That was really cool. And thank you so much, Tanya, for coming in and saving the day. Uh, it was great to have you. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this this part of it. I didn't enjoy watching the movie. But we this we part understand. Was good. We're two hundred ninety seven episodes in. We understand what you mean. You know the difficulties. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right, we'll be back next week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Psh.